rotten motherfucker. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Most of the Homeless Podcast. I'm your host, Damon Damien. All right, buddies. All right, dude and dudettes. Boy, do I bring you a very special episode this week of the Most of the Homeless Podcast. This week, we're sitting down, we're hanging out with my new best friend forever, Christian from the Hotelier. Now, the Hotelier from Massachusetts. But they've been on a uh, almost a two-month-long tour in support of their new record, Home, comma, like no place there is, out now on Tiny Engines. And they've been hitting the road, and they've been hitting the road hard. And uh, Christian might have been a little tired, a little worn out, but we sat down, we, we developed a, we had a really, really good talk at the Seventh Circle Music Collective here in uh, beautiful Denver, Colorado. Uh, it was a long weekend, and I'm not going to lie. I think I was suffering from the effects of alcohol poisoning that night. Because that weekend, we had had Friday night in Colorado Springs, where I uh, used to live. We had Propaganda and the Flatliners. Saturday, we had Dave Haas and North Co. at the Marquee Theater. And then Sunday, the hotel year. And while I only had a beer, I was feeling the effects. I felt awful. I felt awful. Um, didn't know this interview was going to happen, so I didn't really have that much prepared. But luckily for me... Having done uh, at least one interview a week for the last two years, uh, I've gotten pretty good at just being able to shoot the shit, and that's kind of what this whole show is anyway. It's about two dudes kind of going on some sort of blind date together and getting to know one each other and uh, talking about our earliest influences and where those have taken us today. And, uh, man, Christian delivers the goods. He's a real professional. He's done a lot of interviews. In fact, he did an interview earlier that day with my friend Britt Reisner for punknews.org, which you should be able to read any day now uh, up there on punknews.org. Uh, right now, i got to apologize to you because I'm not hungover. I'm just overly caffeinated, as always. I've had two French presses worth of Death Wish Coffee, our new sponsor here at Most of the Homeless Podcast. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Death Wish Coffee is the strongest cup of coffee you can get. It is the darkest roast with the highest caffeine content, and it is fantastic. Hence why I've had two pots of French press today, because it is bad. Uh, so let me just uh, read you this little warning inscription from the back of Death Wish Copy, so you know what you should be getting into. I'm probably going to stutter. I'm probably going to slur some words here, because I've had so much Death Wish Copy, it's just bound to happen. So let, let, let's take this for a little test ride here. Warning. World's strongest coffee. Our beans are carefully selected and roasted to provide the most highly caffeinated, bold coffee available. We take pride in knowing our coffee has no artificial additives and is both organically grown and fair trade. The caffeine content is intense and may result in sleepless nights, energetic mornings, and productive days. Some say coffee this strong is irresponsible. We like to think of it as revolutionary. Yeah, step into a bag of Death Wish Coffee today. DeathWishCoffee.com So check those guys out. Thank you guys for uh, hooking, hooking a brother up. I drink a pot of coffee a day, and man, let me tell you, my days are so much more productive and better with this Death Wish Coffee. Ran into a band last week, and they were like, Oh man, we're afraid to we're afraid to try this stuff. And uh, I got to tell you, like I'm uber caffeinated, but instead of feeling jittery, I just feel high as a fucking kite. I feel very zen-like and very, uh, very good. So, uh, back to the hotel here, though, because you know I'm overly wired. But uh, check these guys out: Seven Circle Music Collective. Sunday night, long weekend. It was hard to believe that there was like a good fifty people there on a Sunday night, super late. Check these dudes out. These guys are in the front row, singing along. They know all the words. And it's hard to believe that this is a band of a... This band is a three-piece because they managed to get such a full 
full-fledged live awesome sound out of just this three-piece band it's ridiculous how great they are i'm sure on the album there they overlay the guitar parts but live like they deliver it they deliver those goods and even better like these guys are tired they're worn out christian still delivers a fantastic interview fantastic dudes fantastic record already i know it's only march but this is one of the best records of the year home like no place there is we're gonna go ahead and kick this interview off with a song off that record uh let's see i got two songs chosen and just that randomly we're gonna go with your deep rest of home like no place there is out now on tiny engines record labels those guys are crushing it those guys are doing really cool releases this is one of them one of the best records of the year check it out let's listen to that song your deep rest home like no place there is
Because I didn't know if this was going to happen, so I was just like, ah, fuck it. But I wish I could have seen Bravo last night. Yeah. Yeah, I really Where were you guys last night? Uh, we were driving all night um, from from Boise, Idaho. Oh, wow. To, yeah, 14-hour drive. How, how was the show in Boise? Did you guys Boise play? show was, it was really great. Cool. Uh, very surprised. Um, I don't how think show? That, no, it was, it was like a... It was like a place that looks like a venue. It was like a bar, but it seemed like it was just like a venue that just puts a bar there just because they can. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, they gave us free vegetables and hummus nice. and um, free drinks the whole night. Um, so that was cool. Um, and everyone that was there was really <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. People, I, it didn't seem like too many people knew who we were, but a lot of people were really into it. So. Yeah. That's always great, yeah. Um, just jumping right into it, one of the things I, I found really cool about tonight was your first time through Denver. Yeah. There's like 10 kids up front singing along. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. <laughs> like, I, I Thank God we live in the internet age, I suppose. Yeah. Um, are you guys finding that a lot on this tour, that people are up front singing along or not? Um, more so now that the album's been out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, like, the beginning of the tour is pretty slow, and that's cool because, like, that happens on tour. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but like more recently, it's been like stuff like tonight. Like tonight's show is really mm-hmm. slow at the beginning, uh, and then like just more and more people are coming and yeah. coming. And I was like, I came in and I was like, wow, this is a lot more people than <laughs> we're here like a couple hours ago. Um, so I was I was really happy that they all yeah. came and stuck around. It's cool. I, I, a bunch of uh, there's a heavy band here in town called Native Daughters. Um, kind of like Russian they're kind of like Russian circles right. and two of the members of that band were here tonight and I'm like what are you guys doing here and they're like oh we fucking love this band I'm like awesome Like, and they're like yeah we're gonna go watch a bunch of 20 year old kids sing songs about girls <laughs> and I'm like yeah that's, that's about it how old are you by the way uh, I'm 22 yeah, and so. everyone else is 23 but our songs aren't really about girls well I, it was a smart ass comment yeah yeah and that cool. whole like eh, you know we're gonna go see a band that we we're a heavy band and we think it's funny to see some yeah, popular but they, bands. they loved yeah. it you yeah know, that's they, cool. they were yeah. like yeah it's fucking great oh yeah <laughs> they're good dudes too I uh anyway but um yeah. so you went to Legal Pete's today yep Legal Pete's gives me free stuff all the time so I I pimped them out I was the one that emailed you and said hey go to Legal Pete's so. right yeah, yeah 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 no that was really helpful thank you hey, very, it's very, great. very much yeah um what did you eat today um, me so, <laughs> and my partner got uh, vegetarian tacos nice. um, with guacamole on them and a side of chips. And I made two separate um, drink combinations. I made <laughs> Dr. Pepper and Sierra Mist and Dr. Pepper and Mountain Dew. Dr. Pepper and Sierra Mist was the better of the two. Cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I, li- I like to mention them so I can be like, hey, give me more free stuff <laughs> for sitting banjo way. Uh, hopefully that'll work. Yeah. Um, one of the things, I'm really fascinated with people's origin stories. Okay. I think it comes from being a comic book nerd uh, as a little kid. Oh, yeah. Um, unfortunately, I can't afford them anymore, but <laughs> I still try to read them. But no, so I'm, I'm always curious. Um, you're 22 years old. God, I'm 32. Right. You're 10 years younger than me. Completely different <laughs> mindset generation. But um, when you were growing up, when you were a little kid, do you have a first vivid memory of discovering music? Yes. Um, I used to. I had a Walkman, and I had the Thriller tape. Nice. Um, and I, th- I just recently bought a Thriller tape on this tour because we only have a tape player in our van, um, which is amazing because it's a 2000 van. You think the year 2000 is the millennium. Yeah. You think at least it'd have a CD player, but yeah. no, it only has a tape player. Um, so I bought a couple tapes, um, pretty good ones. I got uh, Fleetwood Mac Rumors. Nice. I got um, Patsy Cline. I got the Cat Stevens tape. 
Uh, I got this band Mannequin Pussy, which is on our label now. Uh, oh, I love their name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got the P. I, I'm on a Bear Trap and Tiny Engines uh, ER, uh, PR Blasts. And, and I was like, I don't care if this band sucks. I love their name. So, anyway, <laughs> so you have their tape. Yeah, you got their tape. And then I got Michael Jackson's Thriller. Um, and... I always thought that I I looked to the side. Sorry, yeah. Uh, I always thought that Michael Jackson's Thriller started with "Beat It." I thought yeah. that was the first song on the tape. This one doesn't, but I remember just every single time I would play "Beat It" over and over and over again. Just that new, 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 new. It was great, um, and I listened to that over and over and over again. Uh, and I used to listen, tried to listen to it. We used to put on a tape before we went to bed. And my older brother, who's five years older than me, used to always want to put on Stuart Little um, <laughs> book on tape. And I always wanted to put on Michael Jackson's Thriller. Um, but I'd always probably want to start it over because I, I think I remember getting deep into that album as a kid and like just being brought into this weird visual world by what Thriller produces. Because yeah. <laughs> some of those songs are just like very weird aesthetically. But... Um, but now, like, I don't know, it was ingrained deep in my subconscious, so I bought that tape yeah. recently. What's it, what's it like listening to it now, for all these years? Um, it's cool. Like, now I'm just, like, more into things that make me feel weird. Um, <laughs> like, that's just what I like, so I like listening. Like, that, that, the fact that that, uh, that tape is really yeah. weird is cool to me. But our tape player just broke, so we can't even no. listen to any of them. So what are you guys doing in the van then now? I don't know. I'm hoping that we can like get some subwoofers and some new speakers nice. and a really nice stereo setup. That probably won't happen. Uh, <laughs> I want to do that because do, I want to. Pl- do you guys have to talk to each other now? Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what we revert, we revert to. Yeah, <laughs> um, that and radio. Radio works. Tape doesn't work. Yeah, radio. Radio is cool. Radio makes radio is all right for if you want to listen to stuff that makes you feel weird yeah. you find like the 88 point like whatever right, and, right, right, right. and it's just like I'm just some old guy sitting in a uh, attic somewhere <laughs> I'm going to play you tapes from my past <laughs> and then you're like cool and then you just listen to weird stuff I like weird classical I like weird talk radio um, I just like weird stuff Yeah, it always makes you feel weird AM radio is really weird because AM radio is like people holding on to like it's just it clearly sounds worse than fm radio yeah but you're just like fuck it we're going am (laughs) (laughs) so so thriller is your like first record or whatnot was it your first record it was yeah it was my first tape that i had um i had the only other two tapes that i bought first tape that i bought was kind of punk rock was um was offspring americana um and then i right after that i got power man 5000 um and then my first CD was Creed Human Clay. Wow. <laughs> I was a very, I was just all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what led you to picking up that guitar and started playing? Um, or just music in general? Yeah, I think it was, um, I was listening to like Green Day and Play 22 when I was a kid. And then my friends wanted to, my friend, I had a friend that played guitar, I had a friend that played bass. And I just bought a guitar from my what is that grade? It's probably my eleventh birthday. Yeah, uh, it was a Yamaha with a shitty amp. It was two hundred dollars at BJ's Wholesale Club. <laughs> no BJ's. Um, and yeah, we I got it and I learned Brain Stew, and then I got guitar lessons and hated it, and and then I've been kind of self-taught since then. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
did your old you, your older brother did he have any influence on any of this stuff at all or um i had two older brothers okay. um one was one was five years older than me one was 10 years older than me um my brother who's 10 years older than me was really was was into grunge it was like into nirvana and smashing pumpkins and um other cds that i can't even remember now um <laughs> And he was also into like I don't even know what we always call it just butt rock now, um, but like whatever's on the butt rock station um, is now butt rock. Um, but whatever that song is like, yeah, they come to the the, the rooster. Oh, that uh, Allison James. Yeah, yeah, I had that. Um, and I own that record. I love that record. <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, so he was. He, like, got, like, I was listening to Metallica when I was, like, a little kid, Metallica. But, like, the album with, like, King Nothing, whatever that one is. I don't know what album that is. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about, but yeah, I can't. I think Until I It Sleeps is on it, too. Yeah. Um, it's, like, that era of Metallica, not, like, not like really, like, <laughs> shredding Metallica. But <laughs> Reloaded and loaded. Yeah, those are great, too. Give me a few, give me a few. Um, but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then my brother... I think my brother bought my brother had like friends at the time that really listened to music so like he got me into like I think he played me Enema of the State and that I really loved Enema of the State when I heard it um it was that was like the first pop punk thing I ever listened to and then I think it was must have been I remember both me and my brother going to the store and with the CD store with my mom and both trying to get Newfound Glory the self-titled um and then from there, I like listen to more drive-through artists or whatever, yeah. uh, and that's kind of. And then I was saying earlier how I just from there got into like when the internet was kicking off, I got into Launch.com, and just started watching music videos on Launch.com, which is like nice. Yahoo's music video site. Um, so yeah, I did that a lot, and that was that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and then here you are now. Yeah. When, when did you start playing in bands? Where does um, that come in? That comes in around the same time that I started getting into the drive-through. Um, <clears throat> obviously, I don't. I don't think there was any. Like, I looked up tablature to get yeah. all the songs. I don't think there was ever any tablature for those bands. Because um, <laughs> there they, is now. Yeah, there there's is probably tablature up there for your band now already. I hope not. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd be. I'd be surprised because people always ask us what tuning we use. We don't use that weird of a tuning, but it's half step down. Yeah, right. Everyone always plays standard, so they never figure it out. Um, but yeah, internet's cool now. Yeah, right. You can learn anything. And then there are kids here from what Wyoming and whatnot that know all the words of your songs. Yeah, thanks to the internet. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. Um, what would we have done without it? I have no idea. Um, I used to actually instant message the drive-through records AOL screen name all the time when Word. I was younger. That's and why they, I didn't know that. And they were like, I talked them into letting me come out there to be an intern, and I never, never made it to California. That was before <laughs> they got bought out by a major label. Yeah, it was Geffen, I think. Yeah, something. I don't remember now. It's been a long time. It was I haven't, haven't thought about drive-thru in years. Um, so you started playing in bands. What are those early bands like? Just like that? Um, so the early bands, we, we had like a song that I ended up realizing was a placebo ripoff. Um, <laughs> God, I haven't thought about placebo in a long time. <laughs> right. Yeah, and then... Uh, are you sure you're 22? Because you're mentioning <laughs> all these bands that are like way older than... You yeah, know. I just I just listened to a lot of music when yeah. I was younger. Good for you. Um, now I don't listen to anything. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, and then I think I was in high school, like just my freshman year of high school, and I was like, I'm going to stop doing sports and start like writing music. And I start started writing really pop music because this is the MySpace days. Mm-hmm. MySpace days, pop music was 
huge. Anyone who was in a pop band that could look hot, like, was making it, right. you know? Um, so, like, I was listening to pop music because it was just so available. And then uh, I started making, like, some pop music. And I think that's where most of um, my songwriting comes from, like, is rooted in, is, like, pop stuff. Yeah. Um, so then after that... Um, I ended up meeting Chris and Sam, who were playing in, like, a grind... Sam was playing in a grindcore band. Chris was playing in a screamo band. Um, and then eventually my pop band broke up, their screamo band broke up, and we started a metalcore band, uh, which wasn't that bad, I don't think. We didn't write any... I wrote lyrics for it, um, but I just played bass because everyone was better than me at guitar. That's why I play bass in the band now. Yeah. Because um, I had bass gear and no one else did. Um <laughs> And yeah, and then we started this, I think, my junior year of high school. Um, and I've just been doing it for five yeah. years. Yeah. Holy shit, and look where you are now. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, how, how long are you into this tour right now? Five this, weeks. Yeah, because this is a pretty long, yeah. long tour. How we, went to, we went to Illegal Pete's, and I said that we were on tour for five weeks to one of the ladies that was helping us make our tacos, and she was like, oh, so not that long. And I was like, yeah, it's yeah. pretty long. <laughs> have, have you? Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, what's the response been like? Like, how has it been? This is like your first real big tour, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, I mean, we've done, we've done almost a month, um, but then our van broke down and we just emailed it back. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it was slow at first and picking up a lot of, like now it's like, as you already said, like what, five minutes ago? Yeah, exactly. Um, that whole thing, it's just like, it was slow. Now the the album's been out on for a couple weeks. It's doing. How much longer do you have? Two more weeks. Two more weeks. Yeah. Ooh. You look ready for it to be over. Yeah, I'm pretty ready for it. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend's here now, so that's really cool. Is she um, going to be with the rest of the tour? She's with us until like five days oh, left. Cool. So Still? Yeah. Perfect. Exactly, yeah. Get a little bit of home on the road. Yeah. Uh, the longest I've ever done is a month, and we I got done with that month-long tour, and I'm like, can we go for another month? I'm ready. <laughs> Mitchin, but five weeks, man. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they follow a similar path. It's like... You, you play some shows and you're like really stoked for the first couple and they're great because they're really close to home and then you get into the slump where you're just yeah. like oh god there's literally six weeks left and then you're there's like this coasting period and then it just gets to the point where you're like oh we're actually heading home two weeks left two weeks not that long in comparison yeah. to what we've done I just want to be fucking home yeah. um, it's, it's, it follows a similar like kind of wavy path um, so well it, it, it's apparently paying off because, like, uh, as I mentioned in the email, JoJo from Red City Radio is praising your band. Like, he <laughs> yeah. loves that record. And it got me to give it a... Like, I had gotten it, and I listened to it. I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. But it was him going, this is my favorite fucking record. Best record of years. All right. Yeah. So we're talking about JoJo. Like, people are taking notice of you guys in the new record. Uh-huh. Um, it's slowly but surely paying off out here on the road. Uh, what, what is it like to have like guys like Red City Radio go, holy shit, this is my favorite record of the year? I don't want to be a dick and say that I've never heard of Red City Radio what? Before, they, <laughs> before they tweeted at us and said that they liked it. Um, but um, but that's cool that they like it. I'm sorry, are they a, are they a big band? Uh, they're medium-sized. Pop punk? Yeah, yeah. They're great. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling that you'd probably like them. I probably would. They're they're like uh, 
what's usually called like org core, right? Yeah, they're org core. Yeah, yeah, yeah all the way. Yeah, for straight sure. Straight up. So yeah, we've never we've never had to interact with those people because it's usually older and we're younger, so yeah. no one never gave us a shot. Especially yeah. with our last record, which was really just straight like more like modern pop punk. Um, but yeah, I had never heard of them. Oh, she doesn't have her car, um, or they don't have her car. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. There's a really funny interview that the kid did online. It's like. Jojo from Red City Radio does a review of the Hotelier album, and it's just one quote that says like something like, "This album's fucking sick. Buy it." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, so that was pretty funny. But yeah, um, that's cool. I like. I All like. Right. Yeah, there's, yeah. I mean, there's more than that. Like, yeah, um, who else is taking notice? Yeah, that I don't know because um, I just know him personally. So he's my Facebook friend, and he was posting it the other day. I'm like, all right, let me go give that another listen. Yeah, well, I grew up listening to the early November, and like one of the members of the early November like really likes the record, and I was like, that's that's fucking sick. Yeah. Um, and like I also grew up listening to Say Anything. Yeah. Um, and Max Bemis from Say Anything like tweeted about it, and like had us come out to Tyler and hang out with them and showed us the new album we had to eat and I was, that was just a whole surreal experience so just stuff like that I mean it's like you know you get to know these people and you get to know that they're real people and it's not yeah. like not like how, how they were marketed to you when you were younger but um, but yeah I don't know it's it's really wild um, that's like the best part is when other musicians um, are respecting your work because yeah. like you know at a certain point like you're going to hear a, a billion people that you don't know let's say hey i really like this record and that's that that as a mass is like you know something that is really right. something that makes you proud um but like individual people that like are musicians and work doing this and you know dedicate their lives to this and they think that your work is really good it's like you know it's like you're establishing peers and it's like really nice to hear nice. Yeah. yeah and and um yeah I, I don't even know where to go from that like but it's paying <laughs> off um i've got the new menzingers record I've been listening to that. I don't know. Have you heard of them? Yeah, no. <laughs> giving you shit with that. But, uh, <laughs> but like, I think you two are going to, like, of course, they're going to have one of the best records of the year. Yeah. And it's mine. It, but you guys are going to be up there with that. Um, does people constantly telling you, like, holy shit, this album's great. Does that go to your head at all? Um, or how, it how do you stay up? at the beginning of the yeah. tour, mostly because, like, you know, I just didn't know how to just, it was, it was like, whole new experience like I was pretty happy being like yeah. a band that only a few people knew that they really liked it that was cool I liked that um, and then it was just like too forced to tra- <laughs> transition into like people that you don't know are going to be theorizing about all the songs on your record um, and that's yeah, that's what's <laughs> happening now and it's cool like that's what I like I you know I'm more into art than I was when I made the last record so um, the fact that that's happening is like really cool to me um, and yeah, like it's just cool. I don't know. It, yeah, yeah go, going to your head. Um, yeah, it fucked with me. I was pretty like overwhelmed and like kind of stressed out. Well, you see, you seem like a pretty humble, kind of down to earth kind of guy. I tried like I try to just stay grounded. That's my yeah. thing. It's like I want to stay grounded, and then when that, when that stuff happens, you know, it throws yeah. you off center. Yeah. Yeah. So, if this record takes off like a lot of people expect it to, like this, you're this is what week five of a tour. You kind of hate it. Do you think you could do the full-time band thing? Like um, Full-time? Like like two months. Every two months you're on tour for two months. You know, <laughs> For two months. So I probably wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't really, like, I don't know. But like the yeah. whole, the full-time, like 
balls to the wall. Is that something you want to do, or have you kind of like eh, shied away from that now after this five weeks? Uh, no, I mean, like, you know, given the opportunity where like we can have this thing that we love to do pay yeah. for itself, like you can't turn that that opportunity. But like at the same time, like I like to, you know, think of myself at least as a as a well-rounded person, yeah. and like. I, I constantly shy away from being even seen as a musician with other people in my life because it's just like I don't want to be I don't want to be Christian from the hotel year I want to be yeah. you know I just want to be Christian that like even I'd rather be defined as wow. anything other than a musician are you that's I don't know anybody like that good for you <laughs> well it's just like I don't know like I do this a lot and it's yeah. cool but like like you know I'm not always sitting in my room writing a song like there are a yeah. lot of people that are literally like always like writing and like I can't compare myself to those people <laughs> like I write I write when I I wrote this album every single song, song that's on this album is just like the songs that I had written there's yeah. nine songs uh, after three years and I just like focus <laughs> and yeah, I right. just do it and like if I don't like it I don't make it yeah cool yeah so so when you guys go into the studio to record this record what was going on um what is the process? Like, you write all the songs? No. And then take it to these guys, or...? No, um, me and Chris mostly are, like, the structuring yeah. kind of folk. Um, so me and Chris will come to practice with a structure, um, and we'll, like, flesh it out, kind of. Um, and then, yeah, the, the way that I've been saying it tonight, too, is, like, if I don't hear a melody instantly yeah. from a song, I hate it. Um, I hate it instantly. <laughs> I'm just like, no, I would never put this out, because, it's like... It's pop. Well, it's, like... Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's like, um, I like like I can hear melodies over things yeah. that um, that aren't there yet, and if and that's how I know that it's going to get you know stuck in my head and make me love it, and it's stuck in hopefully other people's heads. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, it just <laughs> I, I literally like I just will hate. I'll I'll pl- sit there and I'll just like look bored when we're playing if if I hate. <laughs> melody that I can't pull out because I've tried to do that before we've done it with other songs where I didn't hear a melody but I like really liked a riff or something mm-hmm. and I really liked how a song sounded instrumentally and then we just tried to put lyrics to it and I just hated it and, and that I can't I refuse to let myself do that again yeah. well, one of the things that I really like about the album is how grown up it feels and that's why I'm kind of even still like, it's like you're only 22 are you sure because <laughs> it's so grown up feeling sounding and everything um, do you feel 22 how old do you feel i feel 22 yeah. uh, i don't know about you, you but I don't know. I i'm mean, feeling 22 i feel 22 um, yeah i forget a, that i'm not a lot yeah we're, but uh, i mean um yeah i mean i've already i've actually told the story today again too um but yeah it's like i just force myself like to be in a mindset of like being like at peace with myself yeah. and not um not being like focused on anything else besides like exactly how my body's feeling and then that's when I start writing I won't write unless I'm in that mindset um so so yeah I mean people 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 have told me that they're surprised that I'm 22 with what I've written but I mean like I don't know I know a lot of people that that are smarter or like more insightful with their feelings than I am um but yeah, so it's just like different worlds, kind of. Um, 
I think. Yeah, right on. Um, I'm going to start wrapping it up because I'm sure your guys are ready to go. Yeah, um, I mean, they're probably smoking. Uh, well, then, fair enough. <laughs> this is a great state to do that in. Very good. Um, I, I hate asking names about... I, I hate asking questions about band names because it's so juvenile. Yeah. But you guys just changed your name. I'm dyslexic. It fucks with my head. But you guys are still the hotelier. Yeah, you can call it you just you spell it different. Yeah. What's up with that? It's funny. Oh. That's it? <laughs> Pretty much. Oh. Um, well, that's cool. Yeah, I like a, that. There's a... There is a band called My Hotel Year yeah. in 2003, um, and we just got tired of having to like always piggyback that name, kind of, it felt like. Um, not piggybacking, really, but just like, I didn't want that band associated with us. I don't care about that band. Yeah. I don't... I don't even know who they are. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Like, I just don't... I don't have to... I don't want to have to think about that band anymore, is pretty much <laughs> it. So, like, we changed it so that we could have our own name, our own like world to exist in pretty much that cool. is outside of that yeah, yeah. and is it it's paying off i take it yeah paying off pretty well maybe yeah. i don't know my, my poor little brain can't wrap its head around it it's like ah, <laughs> oh, man yeah our label was really like was like we told them like a bunch of times we're like look we're changing our name to the hotelier um <laughs> which is the exact same thing um and they like try to be like, oh, you know, it's called pronounced the hotelier, right? And I was like, that's that's the French. There's there's a French, and then there's an English yeah. version. Um, and then they tried to get us. They like, I don't think they just thought it was a joke the entire time. And then we were like, look, it was like when we were putting together, like we were getting ready to announce it. And we we're like, yeah. look, you're announcing this the hotelier, right? And they're like, oh, I thought that was a joke. And we're like, no, we're hundred percent serious. <laughs> I, I, I have it in my iTunes as the hotel year, yeah. like the three name. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait. What is their name? I don't know. Yeah. But no, it's cool. Um, and then it's still early enough that it, you guys can get out uh, ahead of that. I mean, yeah. That'd be fine. Exactly, yeah. That'd be fine. Yeah. Um, so let's wrap this up. Uh, hey. What's new? What's 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 going to happen after this? Um, you go home in two weeks. I go home in two weeks, and I'm going to um, work a little bit, get some money so I can pay rent. Yeah. Um, what do you do in the real world? Uh, in the real world, I... Um, I don't have a job. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm jealous. But yeah, I mean, I find, I find odd ways to make some cash. Uh, I have a friend that owns a powder coating shop. Um, so I do some work for him, um, on mopeds and powder coating and shit like that. Um, and I make money that way pretty much, but that's in Boston. So I go out there every once in a while. I live in Worcester, which is 40 minutes out. Um, Worcester. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much how I do it. I want to get a job at a CD shop that's in town. There's a CD shop called Jellies. Um, I want to get a job. I want to get a job there. Um, Those places still exist. Yeah, I guess so. I think oh, they yeah. sell records too. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be like, look, I'm good for your business because I know what records people want to buy. Yeah. Let me let me let me find records for you. Um, what record do I want to buy? Uh, Red City Radio. Yeah. All right, there you go. There you go. I already own it. Right. In the hotel here. Yeah. Hotel here. And uh, so, are you guys going out on tour again after this? When's the next tour? Any idea? Uh, June. June? Cool. Yep. You coming back this way? Uh, I don't know yet. Oh, I hope you do. Because yeah. you guys are great tonight. Right, and like you. even even like the old old jaded fucks, my buddies in that band Native Daughters, they were like, fuck, these guys are good. That's, that's, you know? that's, that's the idea. You know, we want to kind of transcend um, markets, yeah. you know? We don't want to, we want to make something that people connect to because they're people and not because they like one aesthetic yeah yeah and it's great and that's exactly what you guys are doing yeah um so all right man christian cool. um yeah. i'm out i'm out of things uh 
ramble about. Cool. Anything else you want to throw out? Anything uh, else you want to add? No. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's walk away. Okay, later. Well, all right, buddies. Christian, thanks for hanging out. Thanks to Becca and Alex at the Seventh Circle for hanging out and uh, uh, letting us do this little interview after hours. Um, Sorry if I kept you guys from getting too much sleep. Uh, Thanks to Aaron Say for running and owning the uh, Seventh Circle Music Collective. I was kind of bummed Aaron wasn't there that night. Normally, whenever I'm at the Seventh Circle, Aaron drives me home, and I missed out this time, buddy, so it was kind of sad. It was kind of lonely. It's kind of lonely. But uh, thanks to Christian for hanging out and chatting with me. I know those dudes are pretty tired and pretty worn out for almost two months on the road. And by the time you're hearing this, they've only got like three or four days left on this tour. But please check them out. Check out their website. I'm going to have links over at MostlyHarmlessPodcast.com. While you're over there, like us on Facebook. Subscribe on iTunes. Hey, we're on Stitcher as well. Uh, check it out. we got a ton of great back back stock up there. It's hard to believe I've been doing this for, what, two and a half years now? Almost three Jeez, time flies when you're having fun, buddies. Um, again, thanks to Death Wish Coffee for keeping me over-caffeinated and overstimulated and overproductive. And uh, thanks to you, my fellow listeners, for tuning in, checking it out. And uh, please, visit MostlyHarmlessPodcast.com. I'm not always the best at returning emails, but I read them all, and I love them all, and I love you all. So, hey, head on over. Leave me a little little, little, little comment, buddies. But uh, all right, buddies, we're going to go ahead and end this episode with another track off of uh, Home Like No Place There Is. Out now on Tiny Engines record label. Uh, this is another song. All the songs on this record are so great. It's hard to pick two. I had to ask a couple people, and this was the consensus that was like, okay, these are the best two songs for us to throw up online. Uh, this song is Among the Wildflowers. It's off the new record. One of my favorites of the year. I got to keep repeating that, so maybe that you'll go listen to it. Go check it out. Home Like No Place There Is, one of my favorite records of the year. Out now on Tiny Engines record label. The song is Among the Wildflowers. Thanks for tuning in this week, guys. We'll see you in the funny pages.
You came out, started bruising. Find it tough to admit when you're losing. Oh, what should I think? Carefully crafted, confirmed, show disaster. Insane, what you're after. Get what they want out of you. Come around. You'll be fine. But if you think when I'm right, will you carry me away? Will you fall on your face? Just to hear what I'm saying Somebody not get hurt. 